Hello and welcome to the South Coast Business Radio Show with your hosts Ollie Clark and Shahida, Rash Shahida Rashid. Hello Ollie, how are you? Yeah, not bad. Doing, doing good. Really looking forward to uh, interviewing our, uh, our special guest today. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited as well. And yeah. um, do you know what? I had such a busy day today. I've done a lot of networking in the morning. And what I was going to say to you was, know when you have networking, what do you yeah. do when you do? You, are you one of those people that actually doesn't listen to what the person's saying and just focuses on their background? <laughs> like, what is their house is all about? What do you do, Ollie? Because I, when I see you, I'm like looking at, what is he going behind you? Why is that drawer open? And... <laughs> No, I, I totally am. And some of them are like really unusual. It's like, <laughs> and it's the, it's the lady where we go networking and I love it. She always has her like, her parrots like <laughs> pecking the camera. And like, you kind of just feel like, yeah, Angel is a cool parrot. So, <laughs> I um, like Angel. So, I actually uh, spoke to Angel's owner today, funny enough. <laughs> Oh yeah, Angel Zone is cool. I like I like her. So, um... but it's true though, isn't it? That's what we do. We first thing we do is look at their background, and we're like, so you kind of don't listen to the first thing they say. So you could be talking about dishwashers, Ollie, and mm. I wouldn't even know because I'll be too busy looking at right. What's Ollie got behind him? What's his house like? Is it you know? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, and then you get these people nosy. who like. I like, I don't want you to see my house. Here's my Zoom screen. But Oh, I don't like Zoom screens. Do you like Zoom screens? They're really glitchy. Yeah, I like natural. I like the normal stuff. Let's yeah. get Holly on, then we can so, talk about what Holly yeah. likes to see. Should we, and, should we so, um, introduce yeah. our guest? So today's yeah. guest is uh, Holly Bettles, um, and she is a mortgage person. So we're going to find out all the exciting thing about mortgages. But I think what we'll do is we'll start off to talk about talk to Holly um all about um yeah zoom and what she all the weird stuff what she gets up to before she's on the zoom <laughs> welcome well, that could open a whole can of worms now couldn't it the weird stuff you do on zoom before you turn the camera on <laughs> <I love it. laughs> yeah. hello holly hello thank you for having welcome. me guys oh we're so excited to have you we love your energy is amazing and uh, yeah so tell us about you holly tell us about your background when you when you turn the zoom on what do you do first of all what do you do do you prep your room i have to and i know it sounds ridiculous because all anyone is going to see is that little bit behind me uh, but i have to like tidy the room up around me i have to put the kids toys away or wipe the work surface down or make the bed <laughs> and i know that no one will see it but i yeah. still have to do it <laughs> Because it's in your mind. Is, uh, because this podcast is an audio podcast, um, and we're uh, talking to Holly from her bedroom, and she's got really beautiful pictures behind her, um, illustrations. Tell me, Holly, did you actually buy those just for Zoom calls, or were they there beforehand? <laughs> well, funny you should ask that, actually. This wall has been empty for the last three years that we lived here and it's only in lockdown that we've got round to finish painting it and putting up pictures but the decisions of which pictures to put up nearly caused divorce in my house. So these ones are mine <laughs> and those ones are my husband's. <laughs> oh I like your ones honey. I can't I, even I see like, them but I know I like them. Yeah. <laughs> no, babe, it looks really nice like you've got like one there's like one group which I go to on Zoom and he's just got these like really ancient pottery and you're like 
yeah, get with the times, but kind of not. Are you judging? Ollie, if he's listening to this, it's a disclaimer. We have to put a disclaimer up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> disclaimer to the old man with pottery. You're really nice, but they're really stuffy. So Holly, Ollie, Holly, Ollie. Right, so Holly, Ollie always puts his foot in it. There's always something that he talks about. And literally, someone's probably going to complain about this. So this person with the pottery probably call us next time and say, Stop dissing my pottery background. <laughs> we can have him on the show. Yeah, yeah that's he, a good he's, idea. He's like, oh, I, again, a whole I think thing. he's a mortgage advisor and I think you're the only cool <laughs> mortgage advisor going. So yeah. I, think, I think we'll only allow, I think we'll only ever allow one mortgage advisor on this. Um, oh, Holly's definitely the coolest yeah. mortgage advisor ever. So why are mortgages so boring, Holly? Because as soon as someone says mortgages, we just switch off. <laughs> and I don't mean to be honest, I've done this job 12 years and in 12 years of doing it, I've never really thought that mortgages per se were that interesting. Um, you know, it's a job that I fell into really. Um, and it isn't the maths or the process of getting a mortgage or anything like that that interests me and keeps me doing this job it's um it's the customers and it's the fun people that you can meet and the interesting stories that you hear of to why they want to borrow money or or would like to borrow money and blatantly aren't going to borrow money for that point um or um you know how actually they've been worrying about it for ages and i can just kind of take that issue make it go away sort it all out for them and then they come back to me nice and happy and they go well that wasn't as scary as i thought it was going to be and that's kind of my point. People have this real kind of thing about mortgages being um, scary or, you know, I don't want to talk about it or, oh, do I have to really deal with that? And they leave it right to the last minute and make it more stressful than it needs to be. And actually, if you've got a friendly face and someone who likes a bit of a giggle along the way, to kind of <laughs> with, then it just makes life so much more pleasant, doesn't it? Oh, 100%. And do you know what? And they're lucky to have you. because To have somebody who's bubbly as well just makes it easier as well. It really does. Probably a good half of my kind of initial meeting with a customer or telephone call with a customer is talking rubbish. I love that. I love, it's so great talking rubbish. We don't, what's the point talking about real stuff anyway? It's so boring. Um, no, I, I mean, I have two small children. I literally can talk rubbish all day. That's <laughs> no issue for me as far as I'm concerned. And I think actually, again, people get so het up about these things, mm -hmm. about life insurance and, and stuff like that. Um, and they're giving me a lot of personal information and you have to yeah. be comfortable with someone that you're giving a lot of personal information to. Mm -hmm. So I'm always happy to kind of, you know, blabber on about me and, and, and um, not in a kind of in an egotistical way, but just so that they know who they're dealing with. And actually, if they know a little bit about me, they're going to be much happier. Oh, definitely. Kind of talk to me and tell me what, what I need to know about them, basically. Mm. And you're just creating that safe space, aren't you, for them to talk yeah. and open up? Yeah, yeah that's also, so important. Also, when you're networking, it must be quite hard because you're like, hi. Well, so you meet so many that are like, hi, I'm Graham and I'm a mortgage. Oh my gosh, Ollie's do, he's doing it again, Holly. Like, I know, Graham. You're going to get yourself out of trouble. We're going to get like complaints, I'm telling you. I generally do not know <laughs> a mortgage advisor called Graham, but that's a stereotypical one. He's but made like, it up, guys. There is no Graham saying, <laughs> do you know Raj? Do you know what I mean? Should we call him Raj? Raj is cool. No, no, let's not. <laughs> let's not give them a name, Ollie. Regardless of the name, I think yeah. you're right. There is that 
stereotypical kind of image that you get in your head when you think of a mortgage advisor mm. um and i rock up to networking meetings normally with you know either my bright pink tights or my mental shoes oh um, i love those shoes and the whole idea is actually if i was stood there in a gray suit looking very very serious are you going to want to come and talk to me no, no. and is that me no no <laughs> so um yeah i i kind of um although i have a very it is a boring job there's no lying about it and as you say to to to, to get the interest of a networking room you can't stand there and go i'm holly and i do mortgages and life insurance because literally as you said Shahida, the first thing that comes out of your mouth is ignored anyway because they're too busy looking at what you've got in your background <laughs> you and what's in the background and mm. secondly you, you you know mortgage brain switch off don't need a mortgage for the next five years i'm good thanks whereas actually if we're talking about something a little bit quirky um and that's what i learned from you shahida you know after our one-to-one -one, it was you you don't you know professionalism will come through when people deal with you what they need to see is you yeah 100 percent. and i love that because since then you've literally been amazing like i'm loving your story every time like holly comes on i'm like oh she can tell us a story about something exciting <laughs> this is like the fun mortgage advisor yeah i love it do you know what what's the point being like let's just be real real is so much more fun don't you think totally totally like we don't need to be all fake and or, i'm not saying fake but you know all stuffy and you know your stuff we know you know your stuff right but we're not going to remember that no. we're just going to remember holly and that's what it is. And we just need to remember that, oh, so next time we speak to someone, yeah, oh, they need a mortgage. Oh, Holly does mortgages. Could you stay fresh in our head because you, we've seen that side of you that we liked. So, no. Too long sat behind a desk in a bank with, um, you know, the same old people coming in to talk to me, sitting there wearing the, well, actually, I never really did wear the uniform. I used to get in trouble because I always used a variant of the uniform. But... <laughs> <laughs> even then I was getting in trouble yeah, and I wasn't even yeah. um, but you know it is very easy to, to fall into that trap and um, and become that kind of robotic you know these are the rules this is what you have to do this is the process you have to follow and of course there are processes you have to follow and there is a really serious job and if you get it wrong the impact can be massive oh my gosh, um, yeah. but actually when you've been doing it that long you know that process like the back of your hand and then that's when you get the luxury of being able to um you know bring a bit of you in and to find out a bit more about your customers because the actual mortgage side of things is just second nature and the most important thing when doing someone's mortgage is knowing what their situation is at that time because the last thing i want to do is give someone a mortgage that's going to come and bite them up the bum later on mm. so you you're oh, 100 percent you're saying that like basically you've done it a long time that you now allow your personality to shine did you used to be like a really dull mortgage advisor then when <laughs> I started without this confidence and shiny personality? The fact that I no longer work at the bank probably answers that question for you, Holly. <laughs> oh, did you get sacked? No, I didn't get sacked, but there was, there was artistic differences, let's say that. Um, at the bank, there is a very strict process, and as I said, it is a serious job. We are regulated. There are very strict rules. There are very certain things that you have to make sure that you do and a process that you have to follow. But that doesn't mean you have to be, you know, that's all that it is. It doesn't have to be boring. It can be friendly. It can be a pleasant process to actually go through and feel like, actually, for the customer's perspective, I've got this, this is okay, fully sorting it out, that's fine. 
Um, and I, I think I lost that a bit at the bank. And that was definitely the time when I turned around and went, this, this isn't enjoyable on any level anymore. No. I don't want to do it. And then, and then Scott came and said, you know, do you want to come and, and join me? Um, enjoy him. I thought you said enjoy me. Join me. <laughs> now, honestly. Wow. No, it's how you came across. It's not me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> join me join 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 and, yeah. um and yeah it just kind of went from there and I, I probably started up thinking oh I don't know what I'm doing why have I done this um and then yeah it's just one-to-ones and, and chatting people within the networking that has just really kind of brought me out and made me realize that the reason I left the bank was because I didn't want to be that person exactly. I didn't want to do it that way and so why was I doing it that way that was daft Amazing. Oh, so, so your yes. relationship with Scott, does Scott really bring out the bubbly holly in you then? Does he really get, um, is he, is his approach to mortgages the same as you? Has he, has he got the... Uh... I think Scott and I balance each other out quite well <laughs> in the fact that we are different, you know. Could you really imagine two of me, Ollie, really? No. Love There's that. only one holly. Be a good thing. There's only one holly in this planet. <laughs> Uh, Scott and I, Scott and I do work well together. We we worked together um, about twelve years ago um, in an estate agency, and that's where we met. Um, and we were both doing mortgages then, and we went off and did our own separate things, um, which is how he knew to call me when he was kind of getting too busy to be able to manage everything. So um, he he is the more sensible type, probably, you know, um, and that's no bad thing because he reins me in a little bit and kind of. Um, keeps me on track <laughs> does he oh we should get scott on this call one day which is no bad thing yeah, yeah, no bad thing. But yeah i was going to say to you things. holly what's what's hot on the market at the moment what is the hot topic in mortgages right now the hot topic at the moment probably bounces between um the fact that obviously because of the virus mm -hmm. all the valuations were, were stopped um for obvious reasons um you can't be wandering around people's houses in this situation so um, a lot of the products on the market got pulled, especially the high deposit products, mm -hmm. um, which means there are quite a few people who really want to go and buy houses right now. Um, mm. And we don't have the options that we normally do, but they are coming back. And that's why as soon as we get an, an email update come through, we, we jump onto Facebook and we, we do a video or a live or whatever. And we just let our customers know and our followers know what's going on each step of the way um, and just try and keep them informed really. And then the other thing is probably mortgage payment holidays. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. Should I take it? Shouldn't I take it? Should I extend it? What should I do? And we get a fair few people asking us that. And again, it's a very personal thing. Like we can always recommend. We are qualified to recommend and to give you advice, but we aren't going to make you take it. You know, <laughs> at the end of the day, it is your mortgage and it's your mm. circumstances. So our message on that has been now and always will be, if you need it, take it and don't feel bad about it. But if you don't, just be very, very wary that we don't know what impact it will have on future applications. There is nothing stopping those lenders saying um, and asking in a, in, a format, in a forward application, have you taken a payment holiday in the last three years? And then potentially swaying their answer as to what you want to do with them. So if you don't need it, don't think, oh, I can put some money in the bank for a holiday next year or something like that. No, that, you know, that isn't the greatest idea. But if you do need it, don't feel bad about taking it. That's what it's there for. Amazing. Um, and what I was going to say to you, what's the difference? I mean, why should people come to you guys instead of going to, say, I don't know, a, a local bank? 
So as a broker, I have access to between, normally between 30 and 40 different lenders. So they all have their own different criteria. They all have their own policy. They have their own products, their own offers. If you wander into one of the high street banks, you will be offered what they offer and that's it. So you will only be given one set of policy to fit into. And if you know, you're know you a round peg and that's a square hole, you're gonna be declined and you're gonna, away, gonna go away thinking, I can't get a mortgage. And then 99% of the time that isn't true. They're just not the right lender for you. You're not their ideal customer. So um, they all do things so differently. And if you come to me, you give me your details. We talk about your situation. And then I go away and spend time researching all those different lenders to find you the best deal. Or if you know, you've got a few problems in your past um, that are, are causing issues in the high street lenders to try and find a more niche lender that would still take you on. Um, you know, getting the offers of free valuations or free free cashback or legals or things like that. So there's so much out there mortgage-wise. If you look into a high street bank, you are potentially massively missing out. I agree. Because at the end of the day, it's like we're all individuals. We're not the same, are we? And we're not all going to fit into a bank's criteria. And the whole thing about us being real, we come with loads of different things and baggages and stuff on our credit as well. Mm-hmm. So having somebody, A, to take that away from you, you're kind of you're literally holding their hand you're like their little and that's what i enjoy about the job you know it's it's not um putting a mortgage application in you know Mm. billing is not not my idea of fun i'm not gonna lie part of the job don't get me wrong happy to do it but i do it to get the end result of of letting someone know that their mortgage has been approved that's what i do it for and you chase it which is great we don't have to do anything you guys chase it you do everything and you know we just leave it to you which is great thing about it so i would say if anybody's looking for mortgages at the moment or any advice i would say go to a broker go to holly because they just take all that stress away from you they really do we've got enough things going on in our life so we can spend more time doing things that we want to do like put like ollie you can put your dishwasher on or do you know what i mean (laughs) Oh, he's got this thing about dishwashers. So you could spend time putting weird things in your dishwasher or, you know, whatever you want to do, um, rather than, you know, troll around, A, finding your own mortgages online, because that is hard work as well. And some people think they can do it, which maybe they can, but Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of time. That's a dangerous game to play that because there are so many many factors that you need to consider before you you agree to take a mortgage. And once you're in that mortgage, Mm -hmm. you're stuck. You are stuck. And it's something that you haven't realised. I like that. Could we just quickly talk about what kind of are the main factors for people who, for example, me, I'm very close to owning my own house. Um, But what kind of things should I think about when I'm actually taking out a a mortgage and those kind of factors like the key important ones really okay so we always say that you need three main things to get a mortgage the one is your deposit because most lenders are going to need you to be able to put some of your own money down two is an income so they're not going to lend you any money unless you're earning any money to pay your monthly payment back and three is your credit rating your credit rating is one of your most powerful things and it's invisible really to, to a certain degree people don't think about it until they need it and then sometimes it's a bit too late so you need to know what's going on on your credit rating um you know if you're self-employed you need to know that you've put your books through correctly things like that so they're the three main things as far as what type of mortgage should you actually take out 
you have to think about what am I buying? Because that's generally the main lead for people. If they're buying something which is a stepping stone property, so it's a one bed flat for the time being, because that's what they can afford. They want to get on the property market. They haven't got family yet. They want to get out of their parents' house. They know they're not going to want to spend 30 years in a one bedroom flat. You know, it's a stepping stone. So for them, I wouldn't put them on a five or a 10 year fix potentially, if what they're saying to me is in a couple of years, I want to be able to save up some more money and then maybe buy a two bed or a whole house. Because well, that makes sense. Yeah, if it? we tie them into a 10 year mortgage, they're going to pay a penalty potentially to take that mm. out. Or if they're an investor and they want to do the property up and then sell it on in the next six months or a year, if I put them on a three year fixed rate, unless they pick it up and take it with them, which is going to kind of give them less options later on, then they're going to hit a penalty to come out of that mortgage. And it's things like that. It's, you know, do I pay a fee or not to get a better interest rate? Yeah. I'll that out for you. There's so many. Yeah, things. I love that. You, know. you take that headache away from us. For someone like Ollie Holly, the way when I say Ollie Holly, they just rhyme, don't they? <laughs> so for someone like Ollie, what could he do? Because he's looking to buy at the moment. Um, what could he do to improve? So, himself so he's in the best light to get a mortgage so first off i would say go and have a look at our website because there are blogs on there that i've written um and top tips on the facebook page as well which give you just little hints each week and each month as to what you can do to help but keeping an eye on your credit rating get a copy of your credit report have a look at it um, get on the electoral roll that's a good one that always ups your credit rating a little bit close down any accounts that you've got large available balances on that you don't need. Having a lot of available credit can make lenders really um, wary of you. Um, all sorts of things. There's a whole blog on how to improve your credit score. Um, the other thing that often comes up um, is for self-employed people is their tax return. So of course an accountant is incredibly good at keeping your tax bill low mm. by deducting loads and loads and loads of things off of your net, your net profit. But when you come and talk to me and you tell me that you earn £50,000 a year, but your net profit only shows you earn £13,500 a year, <laughs> it's that 13 and a half that I use, not the 50. So, you know, that's when we then send people back to their accountants and say, next year, can we not deduct quite so much? And it's, I'm not saying anyone's doing anything wrong or anything like that. It, it, they do it to, to save money on tax. They're completely entitled to take those things off. But when it comes to mortgages, you can't have it. Yeah. Like the self-employed people, anyone who comes to talk to me who's self-employed says, I want a mortgage you know, at some point in the next few years. Mm. You show as much profit as you can on your tax return. But how many years do you look at, though? How many years? Is it last three years? Lender. So when I was at the bank, mm. I had to have at least two full years worth of tax, um, okay. tax returns from you. There are some um, lenders that will only look at the latest year. There's some that want an average over the last two. There are some that want to look at three years. There's some that will look at projected profits in some circumstances. That's quite good that they do the one year one. That's quite good. Yeah. Ollie, there you are. So because, it's, because I've, I've run a business for five years, it's now I've kind of got that, that history. But what's happened to me is I have been ill um, quite severely for, for in two of those years I've had to have, had to take time out. Do they then look at that um, when you've got, um, say, like, for example, I had um, my lungs closed. So I had to um, take quite a long time out and it was about three months off work I had. Mm. How does that affect um, 
ratings as such for people. So it won't affect your credit rating at all as long as you were able to keep up with your bills. If you weren't mm. making your monthly payments, then that's another discussion um, um, entirely. But as far as kind of your income is concerned, um, I guess it's how is that made up? They, they may well ask and say, um, you know, why was this year less than that year? And then we would give that reason. And the underwriter who is a real person will kind of go, yeah, that makes sense. Tick. Next question. Um, so there is always a little bit of leeway as far as these, these things are concerned. At the end of the day, they are going to look at what the figures are because that they have to do that. They're SEO regulated. I'm SEO regulated. Um, you know, there are certain rules that we have to follow, but there are also things that happen in life. Um, and there are real people that we have access to as brokers. Um, we have access to business development managers who we can put, you know, talk a case through before we've even put your name into the system and get a good idea as to whether it will pass or not. Um, and we have access to the underwriters to be able to argue your case and go, no, we don't agree with what you've said. This is the reason why we don't agree with it. We know the customer. Can you reassess it? And we do sometimes win those, you know, and you, you won't get that with the bank. Mm. Um, I love so, that. Yeah. Figures are what figures are. There's not much we can do with, with figures, but if no. there's reasons why things don't quite look the way that they should, there is always mm. a conversation that can be had, yeah. And it's nice that you can speak to the underwriters as well, isn't it, Holly? Because that's another access that you guys have. Yeah. And, you know, people with someone like you, Holly, um, Ollie, this is so confusing, your name, <laughs> both your names, I'm telling you. Um, so, so for someone like Ollie, you could actually just position that and actually say it. Like it depends. Obviously, they'll probably if it was that long ago, Ollie, they probably won't get. They probably only look at the last three years. Is it Ollie? Yeah, two years, three years, two, two years, years really. And if yeah. you, if your most recent um, tax return is your highest one, then yeah. some of them will just use that. They won't use an average of the last two years. They'll use your most recent one because your profits are going up. So again, yeah. it's all dependent on the lender and yeah. that kind of situation. And and that is, um, you know, that's what you pay us for is to get you the best deal with the lender that's going to say yes rather than mm. loads of applications all over the place damage your credit score in the process there we are and an awful yeah. lot of stress goes with it being turned yeah. down and it is and people do take rejection really badly don't they and they think oh they can't get it mm. yeah yeah it's like life isn't it yeah it's like yeah. getting turned down by a guy <laughs> so <laughs> so well that's think... another story <laughs> <laughs> god mortgage <laughs> yeah um, mortgage and dating, let's not... Dating and dating are very different, yeah. <laughs> God, imagine... Two mortgage advisors dating each other. That, that does happen, Really Ollie. romantic. That does happen, doesn't it? That happens a lot. A lot of people find their partners at, um, mm -hmm. at work. Yeah, my husband worked at the bank for a while. I got him a job there after I... Did you? Yeah, he wasn't a mortgage advisor, I hasten to add. But, um, yeah, he worked at the bank for a bit. He absolutely hated it. <laughs> <laughs> he much prefers what he does now. But, uh, yes, lots of people do meet at work. But I don't think mortgage matchmaking is anything that I'm going to make anytime soon. <laughs> niche, niche. Dating sites niche for mortgage, mortgage advisors. Yeah. Maybe I'm missing a trick. That's really? where my real talents lie. But <laughs> that could be part of your next story, Holly. <laughs> On the next one. Oh, do you know what? That's been so interesting. And I think for those, and what about for the first time buyers, Holly? Because I feel so bad for them. And um, what, what do you have at the moment? What's the hot thing for first time buyers? I think for a lot of first time buyers, if you're not in a huge rush keep saving 
we keep taking the best advice at the moment mm. we don't know what the market's going to do we don't know what the mortgages are going to do necessarily mm. we've got a good idea you know we're, we're sure that as sure as we ever can be that um you know um more 90 percent deals will be coming back on we've got a few not as many as normal but we do have some we have access to some of them um and the more that keep doing that the more lenders will follow and you know we again the lenders are very unlikely to just stop 95% deals. Um, you know, they, they are um, a good money earner for them and, and they appeal to a lot of customers. Um, so we think that they will all be coming back. We, we're not hearing any, any news otherwise. It's just a matter of waiting, letting them get over the backlog that the virus has caused because obviously all that time without being able to go and do anything or progress anything, we're doing a lot of, of chasing of, of um, you know, already submitted customers at the moment. So keep saving, pails on time um and um yeah just be ready to go once those products come back again and you can do that by, by filling out one of our online fact lines and having a chat with me that sounds really good what about those shared ownership or shared no where shared yeah shared ownership isn't it what do you think about those holly yeah they're good they're a brilliant stepping stone mm. um because you only pay a percentage deposit on the share that you're buying so you buy 30% of that property, for example, mm. and then you rent the other 70% from the housing association. So they own the other half. So you're never going to be, um, you know, sold. Oh, the property's being sold. Sorry, you have to move out like you would mm. with a tenant. Um, you know, they, they have a certain responsibility towards the property as well. But it's your home. You decorate it as you like. Um, you know, you live in it. You make decisions on it. It is all yours. Um, and you can do what's called staircasing if you wanted to stay in that property long term and eventually buy all of it because most of them will let you buy 100 property then you can buy extra chunks at a time so it doesn't have to stay shared ownership um, forever You've that's quite handy for those who don't lot. have the full deposit or the full amount isn't it yeah exactly um, and it, it does make a big difference because um, you'll get a lot more house for your money mm. in that circumstance. You know, a lot of people I see could either be able to borrow enough or, or buy, you know, a one bed or a two bedroom flat, which isn't going to seat them for very long, or potentially a four bedroom house, which actually is going to give them loads of options. Um, it's going to last them a long time if they then, you know, go and have family or whatever. Um, and you can still sell them on afterwards. They're, they're quite desirable because there's always someone in that situation who needs the space but can't get the borrowing for a, for a full mortgage. Love it. And one last thing. What about these complicated properties? Like the ones that are made of... Um, prefab or, you know, the ones made of steel or the odd ones or the ones that need work doing to that. You take care of all that as well, Holly? Yeah, so um, you're not going to have as many options mortgage-wise for those types of properties because yeah. they are a niche kind of area. Mm -hmm. So um, not all lenders are going to be interested, but we have lenders that are, and there yeah. are some areas of the UK. Um, and, you know, we, we can work literally up and down the country with our online portal and over the phone and whatever. Um, there are some areas of the UK where that's actually a very normal thing. So lots of lenders do have specific policies for certain areas because they know they're not going to be able to lend in that area otherwise. So they're happy yeah. to at risk based on that. And you might pay a little bit more, you know, on your interest yeah. rate, but if it's an extra £20 a month and it's got the property that you want and you're not living with your in-laws anymore, then happy days, really. Yeah, I love that, that you've got those, you've got access to those lenders as well. And again, going to the bank, and by the way, I'm not saying banks are bad. We no. do like banks. But we want more options. We're, norm, we're not normal people. 
um, we're weird or we've got different stuff going on. Do you know what I mean? Like we're all individuals. Um, so it's just so great that you can access, you know where to go to. That's the best thing about it. You've got the knowledge, you know where to go to. Um, so it saves us all the time. The other thing is that's really hot at the moment is buy to let. So what about, what's the deposit side of things with buy to lets, Holly? So for most mortgage companies, they'll want a 25% deposit for a buy to let. It's mm -hmm. classed as a business mortgage as opposed to a residential mortgage or personal mortgage. Um, and the affordability is very different on those as well. So they don't look at how much you earn compared to how much you pay out on your, you know, um, your loans or your credit cards like a normal mortgage would. They look at how much the rental um, value yeah. is. And then they'll do their calculations based on how much rent that you can, um, you can generate from that property. So... Um, if you can get together the 25%, um, some will do 20, but you'll pay quite a lot more on the, the interest rate on that. Um, if you can get that deposit together, then um, buy to let is a brilliant way forward. Or even if you own a property and you've got equity in it and you want to move, some people do what's called a let to buy, yeah. where you leave 25% equity in the property, you take the rest out for your board deposit, and then you rent that property out, and then you are starting your portfolio. So you yeah. then have two properties and you've got one that's giving you a rental income and one that you live in. Well, that's ideal, isn't it? An idea no, word. That'd be brilliant. Oh, so many options. Yeah. No, I love that. I really do. Ollie, would you buy a property for you to live in or would it be for you to let out? I want to buy a property for me to live in. And then okay. my dream is to one day actually foster. So oh, wow. And have foster kids. So I get a free bed place and then... A, maybe have two foster kids so um so yeah like that's the uh, that's the thing which um i kind of want i've been thinking about it for quite a while and i am close to be able to get a house so maybe i should keep on saving so i can get a six bedroom uh, massive house <laughs> so i can have five foster kids oh my god i couldn't imagine that i speak to ollie so often and he's never told me about this foster kid situation it's really funny that because that's yeah. what i want to do when i'm older like, really when you're older yeah. well only because when you're grown up my kids, when i'm a grown-up when they're grown-up yeah that's probably not far, <laughs> far from the truth but like, you know i am my answer with my kids um as it is you know they're, mm. they're two and six so um, they are enough of a handful and they have enough outside influences but actually when they're growing up and they're moving on um you know why not take advantage of the fact that if you've got a bit of space and you've got some time and you've got a little bit of patience I mean I'm not entirely sure I've just described Ollie there but uh, then why not go for it oh, what mature with patience <laughs> you would not believe how patient I am he's so patient he's really really patient, really patient. He's probably Sorry. one of the laid-back guys I've met, as in, any more laid-back, you'll fall off your chair, wouldn't you? <laughs> weird. No, but it's well, what's so interesting is that both of you are thinking about fostering in the future. And, um, yeah, I didn't even know. Maybe I should you learn something new every day, don't you? Maybe I should get a, we should get a foster agency on to talk about. <laughs> like, that would be really interesting. Like, I, I thought you were going to say we should start up a fostering agency. I thought, what? Oh, that sounds quite complicated. So uh, I used to work in foster care. So um, yeah, um, yeah. Can you be I, a single person and foster? Yeah. yeah As in the no. no offense, Ollie, but a single guy and foster. Yeah, no. Yeah, you can, can you? be single. So um, yeah, like literally, there are kids who desperately need a a nice household to live in. 
so um so yeah they, like i know someone i know someone who is on on her own she is a lady mm. and she's probably about six seven years older than me and she fosters on her own so um yeah but well, I, think, I was thinking more of in terms of guys are guys was that just me thinking you're being stereotypical there Shahida. am i being maybe i am <laughs> but no honestly i think i'm sure there's a there's a criteria about that i spoke to somebody not long ago Ollie, you need to find that. Find yeah, look into that. No, I could be wrong. Crushes dreams. Oh no, no, we're not She's crushing his dreams. Crush no, dream. I'm not a dream killer. No, Ollie, I'm sure you can. And do you know what? He's such a lovely guy. Anyone that any child that you take in is going to be super lucky, Ollie. Super, super lucky. They'll have so much fun. And yeah. And I'll be Auntie Shahida. I'll be Auntie Shahida, Ollie. Yeah. Yeah. Auntie we'll have Shahida. so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that would be so good and just feed us fish curry. Oh, yum. I don't make fish curry all the time, Ollie. Gosh. <laughs> you don't even like fish. Do you actually like fish? I like fish, yeah. But like with a name like Shahida Rashid, you've got to be a pro at making fish curry. Oh, I'm like, really I am a pro at making fish curry. I know, I knew it. I yeah. am so good at it. Yeah. So, that is um, so yeah. Of course, like that's that's your calling so that's what i'm going to be i'm going to be auntie dare that makes an amazing fish curry yeah so when i basically i've got these like foster kids i'd be like look we're going to auntie shahida's for fish curry or fish curry i love it okay the queen it. of the desert is going to make fish curry love shahida it. queen of the desert making a plan emerging curry. here you know goddess yeah. of curry making curry making <laughs> by the way ollie i make a really good curry but yes one day maybe you get we'll get a chance to taste it but yeah i'll take that i think that's lovely the fact that you both want to foster i think that's and it's completely different for mortgages but i think it's absolutely lovely it really is and we need more humans like you guys who mm -hmm. want to make the world a better place of course we do I, I think, you know, there's there's so many things that you take out of this world whilst you're mm. here um, and actually to just be able to help a few people along the way in whatever format that is, mortgages, mm. life insurance, fostering, um, you know, that's an important thing to, to do for yourself, but obviously yeah. for other people and, and to teach, you know, for me, teach my kids as well. So, um, you know, it's a long term goal. Yeah. But I absolutely loved working in foster care when I, when I did it, but it was the rules and regulations mm -hmm. well when you had it was the, these places are literally like prisons mm -hmm. and for kids to be growing up on these horrid places it's far nicer for them to have a home to live in than, than yeah. literally oh one of the places I, I worked in in Horsham my god I literally felt like I was in jail working there it wow. was just like freezing cold water the place was freezing cold it was filthy everyone was miserable and I was like, that's really not an environment for kids to grow up in. And, no. um, and, um, and yeah, it was just so cold and, and horrible. And then to be able to give these kids something nice would be amazing. So. Is, that, is that where the whole, where it all came from, Holly, after your experience from that? Ollie or Ollie? Oh, Ollie, sorry. Ollie. That's why I'm not thinking, why did you guys both freeze? <laughs> Ollie, so, as in Ollie. With, with, the, with the fostering, with the foster care job, I actually fell into it. Mm. I was working as a carer and there was, this, there was this guy who was agency staff and he was like, oh, you need to go and, you should go and join this agency. It's really good. 
um, you'll have a lot of fun. Now, pretty much every home I worked in was really good fun, other than that one in Horsham. Um, so, um, so yeah, like the kids were just out of control. But they're but like when you can be a positive influence on them, it's really quite amazing. So, um, oh, that sounds lovely. Mm. Do you know, it's been so lovely having Holly here. She's like the coolest ever. Aren't you, Holly? You're so cool. Um, and um, how can we find, how can everyone find you, Holly? So you'll find me uh, frequenting many networking um, places, obviously. I should be joining Ollie next week at his networking um, on Tuesday. Um, but we are, um, we post quite a lot on Facebook um, just to keep you guys up to date. So have a look for Coastway Financial on Facebook or we've got our webpage, which is www.coastwayfinancial.com. We like to keep it simple. Did you say Coast Away? Coastway. Coastway, okay. Way, yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, we um, we we just like helping people along that journey, um, and um, you know, kind of getting getting the end result for them that they're going to be eventually pleased with, and then send me random flowers that I don't know who they're from. I know. I saw those. How beautiful were they? Now, Holly, they might be from me. Are they? They might be. They could be. <laughs> They're from me. I know you where you live. Ollie, it's from me. Oh, I thought you bought her flowers. That's so yeah. lovely. Yeah. <laughs> they could be from both of us. I from yeah, but, it's, but that just shows volume, doesn't it? The fact that you you give you give so much to your clients, Holly. Like you go above and beyond. And they and for someone to send you flowers to a mortgage advisor, come on, I'm not being anything here, but you know. To send oh to God, a you make out those other like that evil. Like, They're not evil, they but never I think get them. no, I never got flowers anyway. Um, <laughs> so I would say, do you know what? That just shows so much about you, your personality, and also how helpful you are and how much of a difference you're making to someone's life. You're not just a mortgage advisor; you're actually literally helping them make their dreams come true. A home, buying a house, having a family, building a home is a dream. You're yes. making that dream. That's what you are. You're a fairy. I like Holly, the fairy. That needs to be my next um, pitch. Yeah, there we are. Sorted out your pitch. Holly, Gosh, Holly, I'm sorting everything out here. Yeah. So thank you so much, Holly. And I'm so super, super blessed to have met you. And um, yeah, and I can't wait to see you at the next meeting. Brilliant. Thank you. Thanks for coming along. It was great. How are you? Yeah. Thank you, Thanks, thank you Ollie. Have a lovely Bye. day, guys. Cheerio. Bye. Thank you.